Recorded live from Stockton, California, this is Jammin' with the Best. What is up? We are back, dude. What a crazy week. Absolutely. That was wild. We've got Jer over there and a couple special guests, Ezra Aderhold, Paul Ulibari. Welcome, guys. Definitely. Welcome. Thanks thank, for having thank, us. Yeah, thanks Fun for having us. to have you guys here with us. Yeah, dude, it's funny, too, because you're two of the guys that, between the practice round that was released on your channel and with you, Yuli, on Jomez's channel, I kind of don't have to ask what y'all think of the course, <laughs> but maybe, you know, run it back as far as how the weekend went for you and how maybe the course changed versus what you saw in the practice round. And we'll start with you, Yuli. Yeah, well, that's a great question, man. First, first of all, the course is freaking spectacular i mean it is good stuff i i wish there was a little bit more ob from the practice round i thought like the island was going to be out of bounds i thought that there was a couple more mandos and and stuff like that and that ended up not being the case so it played a little easier than i thought it was going to play uh the scores were lower because of that i believe you know it wasn't as stressful and so first round how i played is first round i thought the course was going to play harder yeah and so then I found myself in position to score a lot, and I didn't know if I was, like, shredding. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's a weird position to be in because yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, five through seven. That's shredding. I'm I'm a man. What time did you tee off? Uh, late. I was the second okay. to last tee time. And so then, I, then I'm, you know, I'm a little stressed out because I don't know really what's going on. I catch – I have a funny story. It's the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. On hole 10 – I think I was six under or something, mm-hmm. which is really good. Yeah, that's and, cool. Yeah. yeah. And we, we had the win. And I walk up, and I miss the shot, and I throw my upshot to five feet. And everybody's around right at about five feet. And the guy on my card goes, oh, nobody tap out. I'm out. Being a goofball that I am, I run up there to tap out before him. I step on somebody's disc. Slip on the top of that disc, <laughs> hit my disc, flustered, try to make my putt, literally miss a one inch putt. Oh no! Uh. Hit the top of the basket. <laughs> no, I, how could like, it be yes. high? I picture in low all day yeah. while you're telling this story. No, because I slip up and I just uh. two inch putt. It literally took. It was the fastest the disc has ever gone from my hand to the Jim. top of the basket <laughs> ever. <laughs> and so after that, now I'm pissed at myself. Yep. and then. I tried to just like maintain and I lost all the strokes, ended up shooting a one down. Damn. And so my point is on a course like that, you have to stay concentrated the whole entire time. And if you're sure. not, it'll bite you and then it'll get you double time. Sure. That's one of the few holes where you maybe can lose. Like it feels like every hole is a challenge and you have to keep your focus. That's m- easiest hole on the course, I think, score to par. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. And so there's coverage of that, right? People can there isn't. Here's oh, what's what? Here's what's funny. We're we, we're on the um, second to last card, so the live the live camera was on the feature card, obviously. Yep. So we got a lot of coverage, but on this hole in particular, for some reason, I do that. The first thing I think is, oh my gosh, I'm going to be, <laughs> you know, on live. This yeah. is the, there's going to be memes. This that's is a the new worst gift. Thing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I didn't think like, oh, you're a dummy. You just ruined a stroke. I literally thought you're gonna be the laughing stock of the whole planet. Yeah. I look back. The whole crowd is fixated on <laughs> on um, Nate Sexton doing something. I believe. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> this is great. But then I look over and this lady looks like she has a camera just filming me. Yeah. And like, so you tackle her, right? And so yeah. I'm like, oh, no. She had binoculars. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. I was like, oh, I, I just got away with it. I think it. you have to do it again now on camera. Just so we yeah. can just recreate it. I will it. never do that. And it's a lesson that I learned is like, I, I, I walk sometimes a very fine line when I'm competing of being goofy. Sure. And being super serious. You know, that when it's my turn to throw, I'm usually insanely serious. Like, I'll laugh and do whatever yeah. when it's not my turn because I like to keep it kind of upbeat. That's how I play well. But then when it's my turn, don't mess with me because, like, yep. I'm insanely focused. And that's the one time that I wasn't focused ever in my life. And it came back to just snag me. So it was a nice lesson to be. God, sure. what we would pay to get good footage of that. Yeah, it might be out there. <laughs> yeah. It might be. It could be, for sure. They might be too nice to release it, whoever it is, too. They're just like, ah, yeah. nice. Can't then do that to them. I'll wrap it up real quick. But then the next round, played decent, um, had really two great birdies coming down the stretch on 17-18 to have a decent round at six under. Yep. Um, and then uh, the final round, I just played solid. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get, like, top ten. It was too far out of it. But I knew if I played decent that I'd probably get a top 20, which, to me, what is the difference between top 20 and freaking 11th? Sure. Absolutely nothing. A couple hundred so, bucks, maybe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, not really points, nothing. Points, yeah, Goal points, yeah, a little bit. Point, points, exactly. Points, and yeah. so, but you feel bet when you when it's twentieth and it's seventeenth, it's way different. It right. really is. It is. It's way different. You want to see that one in front yep. of your in front of your yep. um, whether it's first place or in the teens. Yeah, Everything yeah. else, there's like definitely tears. And so I shot a seven down the final round, tied fifteenth with nine people. Wow, which is nuts. Wow. And uh, yeah, finish finish in fifteenth, which I can I can be happy with, especially with a one under leaders at thirteen. Usually, you shoot around like that. There's no coming back with yeah. the fields these sure. days. So, sure. And you had the one practice round, or did you get a couple? I did the one practice round, and then I just kind of jumped around on holes that I thought you know I needed to practice. Um, but I, dude, the course was awesome. Cool. That's good to hear. Yeah. Do you have a favorite hole out there? I think 14 was the best 14. That's yeah. a lot of what people are saying. That's what we've been hearing. I like that one. And yeah. so, Ezra, Ezra, over to you, you yeah. know, practice round versus regular <laughs> round, I guess, you know, how did the tournament go and how did it, you know, your your either view of the course or, you know, what changed basically from the practice round video that everybody saw? Yeah. I think a lot changed for me from practice round one to practice round two, just because in the false practice round I played, there was like a lot of wind. And so we played and we thought like every hole is super tough. It's like almost impossible to get bodies out here. Um, and then the second practice round, it was very calm. And it was like, okay, this is actually super attackable. If it's like this, people will probably shoot 12 down. Yeah. Um, and so then with that, with that mindset, like that definitely had higher expectations going into the tournament um, to like actually shoot, shoot like under par, you know. And then uh, the first round, just, I don't know, I, I shot three down, which isn't terrible, but I felt like I played decent, just kind of got some bad breaks and missed some putts and then. Second round was kind of the same way, just a little bit walls, <coughs> missing missing putts again. And then uh, the last round, I was actually able to kind of shred and, and tie for the hot yeah. round and come back and tie up Yuli over here with 15. Oh, nice. Kind of battle back. So, I don't know. It feels good to yeah. <coughs> feels good to shoot, like, a good round again. You know, I feel like it's been a while. It's basically been since Vegas since I've actually put, like, a good round up. So it definitely feels good to, to kind of battle ain't, back. And, and it's that. nice to, I was just saying this on the right here, mm -hmm. to be the best player in the world right now. <laughs> when you shoot the hot round 
final round of a big <clears throat> tournament, you're as good as your last round. Sure. Ezra has the hot round. He's the best player on the planet. That's, <laughs> That's disputed. No, there's a lot of confidence you can take to Not that. Not that you want to next, go to your head right away in, or anything. Yeah. You know. <laughs> into the next round. Yeah. The next tournament. You know what I mean? Like, it's way different than shooting 11 and then whatever mm-hmm. going into the next tournament. You're like, yeah. I'm trash compared to, like, the same exact finish. Yep. Yep. But you finish with an 11. You're like, Psh, figured it out. Yep. Like, good luck, boys. Momentum, basically, <laughs> exactly. at that point. Big time. Yeah. Uh, you guys got lucky with the wind. We I did. Was just gonna say that, like, we're used to it booking yeah. around here, and especially the last month. And we're like, we're happy. I think it made it a more inviting, welcoming yeah. environment. Yep. Y- y'all been dealing with the wind for months now. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was good to get a little bit of a reprieve from that. But at least one round, it would have been nice to just see kind of the the teeth really come out of this course. Yep. Last weekend, like Saturday on the AM weekend, it was like thirty miles an hour. And the best score was what, like five or six over or something. Obviously, it's a different tier of level of people, but sure, it would have been kind of funny to see what you guys could do in that <laughs> level. I had so many people come up to me, like uh, they were in the crowd and be like, "Dude, I played last weekend. This place yeah. is so hard. Like, <laughs> how do you feel about it?" He's like, "I'll never play here again." Nice. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, "It was so windy." I, oh I mean, the only complaints that I've heard are people who really don't have the distance or maybe not even a roller in their repertoire so it'd be very difficult without distance yeah a lot of the a lot of the puff walls you have to throw a really good Mm -hmm. long drive and then just have like a just have like like a a attackable approach yeah 14 you gotta have 400 just to clear the waters yeah yeah, sure yeah four 400 and some extra juice like that angle's tough because uh damn near the whole tournament was a right to left small win, mm-hmm. and yep. so everybody who can throw that four hundred mark, they turn it over and it just gets smacked down right into the water. So you actually have to have like four fifty to pop off right there sometimes, or to at least feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I another hole that I just think is just a great design because big guys can go and and risk it yep. to the right and have a really easy upshot, and then everybody else who's a little scared or doesn't have quite that elite distance has to go you know down a pretty fair and and have to be rewarded again yeah you know just to oh. get the par so the stroke separation there is sweet because well, you're almost guaranteed a look by going that right side <coughs> and then the other side you really have to work for it i think that's you just do. A well that's why it's my favorite hole it's just a well-designed hole and i like holes that'll just bite you if you yes. throw a bad one yep. mm-hmm. and that and in that one you're guaranteed bogey if you throw a bad one yeah, where absolutely. was uh, Brian Earhart's drive gonna land if it didn't hit the OTB sign? Did you see that? Oh my! He God. drilled that sign. He signed tournament? it. Yeah. yeah. Oh he no. kept him safe. I think round two oh. kept him safe. What? Did he par it? Uh, that That's I'm a not great sure. question. That's a great question. I don't know. But he hit it and he signed it. So I'm sorry because it left a fat <laughs> yeah. gash on I the side. I saw that mark. I didn't yeah. really look who the signature was. But that's, yeah, that was Earhart. That's a that's shank. Hilarious. No, just like yeah, think about it. Maybe Where was, was that the, shot going? Go for that <laughs> skip shot. Maybe he was going for the fresk. You know? He said yeah, it was his. Yeah. He said it was his worst throw <laughs> of the whole tournament. I think. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope so. It was going dead center in the drink. And we said we'll send him an invoice. Yeah, we hit it. We hit it with the Bushnell, and I think it was like three sixty-five to clear left side, and like four fifty, four sixty-five to clear clear the right side. Yeah, it's like that's a pump. Yeah, you know, yeah, and then six, you can just decide how much you want to bite off, basically. Yeah, and that left side's got a little bit more threat late. You know, those mm-hmm. trees come into play more late. The right left, side's yeah. more open, bigger gap entirely, but you gotta the, get the your big boy pants f- on. The first round, I went to the right side. The, se- the 
and I threw a really good one, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, it cleared so easily. Oh, <laughs> and then it just, like, barely cleared, and I was like, wait a second. I feel like that's all I had. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hit that nice, you know? And then so the next two rounds, I went that left side, and then I got stuck in those trees mm-hmm. to the left. Once you clear, it pans mm-hmm. off to the left, and I had no shot in the yeah. game. So it's, that hole's just so good. Yeah, really I is. love it. We've heard. It I think that's a lot of people's favorites. 14 it's at the top. and 3. 3? Okay, because they one. like the S turn part of it, I guess. And the approach is kind of cool. Yeah, and it's kind of like a f- almost a forced <laughs> layup to some extent, where it does. It's a par four that doesn't ask max distance off the tee. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think the par fives are great. A lot of Nine the par sweet. fours mm-hmm. are good. Um, yeah, the par threes. The par threes. Are threes I mean, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just like, I feel it's like really good. even the, the two yeah, that some might consider like a gimme, it's just wherever where they are in the course, it, it makes it even tougher because you kind of know you have to at least get that one. It is six, six, six and ten. Yeah, those yeah, ones part there. You step up to ten, and you feel like after playing nine, you're like, gosh, I got it, I got to get this one. Yeah. It's easy to hold the quals. Yep. So mm-hmm. that kind of adds a different element yep. to it. It'll and be cool to break down the stats on this one. You guys probably already have some of it as far as what's <clears> playing the toughest. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just cheat and use Joe as his <laughs> notes. Hole, hole 14 was playing the toughest. Yeah. Really? That, nice. that I assume. Mm-hmm. And then the 17, sec- maybe close. 17 was number two. It, it flip flopped both of those both okay. days. Nice. Or yeah, all okay. the days were the were playing. Right. The a lot of water. For sure. mm-hmm. Yeah. The 17's a great hole, too. That's, yeah. That's so good. It is. Yeah, it's tough. Nail biter for sure. Yeah. We're uh, going to try to route it to make that 18 next year. Okay, that definitely that'd be the finishing. Yeah, that definitely be about a finish. Because eighteen was an apology hole to some extent. I mean, it's it's not bad or whatever, but it especially with the hacked going around the uh, the truss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that going to be in play next year or are they going to mando that off there will absolutely I, I won't allow them not to i <laughs> heard they said it was supposed to be a mando but it wasn't in the caddy book and mm-hmm. they couldn't change it that's okay. fair well know. i'm glad that it should change it mid mid tournament you know no like right, if we yeah. play one round like that i feel like just leave it right yeah or even right before like i think they probably knew it thursday but when as people far as getting it. the word out <laughs> why are they going oh you can do that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that became the route. I even saw one dude do it during the tournament. I didn't even practice it. I was like, yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. I think they should have just changed it. Mid-tournament. Like, uh, yeah, everybody, really? I, like, I really, like, not mid-tournament, but they could have changed it day of, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. They knew that what we were doing. Like, they could have just been like, hey, I know you might have practiced this, this way, but it's like, what's going to happen? We're going to whine. We whine anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I mean, no matter what they do, we we'll People are like, well, you know, we don't want to get the flag from the players. It's like... You're gonna get it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. we're gonna be like, why didn't you mark it off? Now you just yeah, know, you exactly. know what I mean. You guys let us break the hole. You guys are dumb. What happened? <laughs> I think it's I don't know. I think it's fun. Like you know, I think breaking holes is like it's the coolest thing. You know, finding like weird gaps that nobody yeah. looks for. You know? Sure. I mean, everybody kind of saw it and did it, so it's yeah. not quite as much of a hack. But one word spreads quickly among y'all. It is. It's true. Yeah. It's one one person sees somebody else do it, and then it's like, yeah. Anybody yeah else does that work? Somebody else do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if I it's only I didn't practice it till the tournament. Like okay. I, I heard about it and I'm like, oh, I'll go check it out. And then I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, yeah. I played I, I played with Tristan and Adam on Tuesday, and Tristan took that route with a couple throws. Adam and I didn't even try because we just thought it looked, we, we thought it looked dumb. And then once we got up on saw while Tristan's drives ended up, like, yeah. okay, this is the this is the play. Let's go back and play it again. Yeah. We gotta try this. I missed it. <laughs> the only one time that I birdied it is I threw a roller that ended up where my other rollers would end up right. Nice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I birdied it. I'm like, why, why did this happen? It's a little sky roller that flipped too far. But the final round, I went way left. 
and I had four. I bushnelled it four thirty something into the pin, nice. and I threw my shot, and I thought it was going to be short and kind of slide up. Hit the top of the basket going three thousand miles an hour. Oh my oh, gosh! It hit so you bombed hard that it yeah. flew right and then took another flight fifty feet past <laughs> it. Oh man! Like it, so it was a six hundred foot throw. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I would have gone way past it. We had that right to left cross, so it was yes. like carrying everything. Still, that would have been cool though. To it's like tough. It, yeah. It's like tough to go too far left, left on that hole almost. Yeah, with the Annie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, and as long as it's only maybe one hole that you're breaking, it's okay. Yeah. Unless yeah. of, you know, finding a different gap than anticipated on almost every hole would be, you know, that's that's not right. going to be Leonard, though. I accidentally broke 17. I threw a horrible roller. It went right over by that yep. green. That's the plan. Yeah. And then you can just chuck a hyzer over. You yep. want to be, like, way full to the right. Yeah. Yeah, way <laughs> right second round, I flipped my, my drive up too far, and then I was, like, off to the right side, and I was like, oh, this is actually so much better. I, I was so mad. Yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> and then I threw, like, yeah, I was like, wait. Yeah, it's like, this is actually... I don't know if it's breaking it. It's just a different route to yeah. it. Well, that's but like, like I feel like everybody was taking like trying to like end up on the left side on that hole, which leaves you like a backhand. Yeah. Which into that green, I feel like you definitely want to have a forehand that kind of goes over yeah, inbounds yeah. the whole way. So you really want to be off that right side. But I don't know, kind of. Yeah, if you're way along that right side, it really opens up going long on the approach, mm-hmm. being safe. Yeah. Where if you're anywhere left, long on the approach is in the water. Yeah. That's a one. That's a one diss I have about the course though. I threw a lot of errant drives that I had looks into sure. pretty tough holes. Sure. You know what I mean? And, yep. and, I, and I'm like, oh, well, that was awful, but this is easier. Yeah, not penalized for it. That should not happen ever, you know. So I more, saw a lot of people, More OBs then. Yeah. You need to yeah, shape, okay. shape the fairways, punish your bad shots. I, I, I'm, I hate seeing people. I hate when I do it. Mm-hmm. And I throw the worst shot ever, and I'm like, I have to apologize to the group because they're you know, right down the middle, and I'm like, my bad. And I'm you're okay all still getting it. up and yeah. down. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with it. Like now, you should, you should get pun- punished. You know, yeah. for bad, for bad ones. To that point, a little bit. Um, like I remember Simon saying last year, like the preserve, like he loves playing that course because he's like, let us shoot 15 down or whatever. There's no, not a lot of OB there and stuff. How mm-hmm. do you like that course? No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. What about that course with small baskets? No. Come on. What about smaller so baskets? Good. No. No. You don't want small baskets. No, what about no, bigger I, baskets? You're one for like 20 right now. <laughs> no, the basket's fine. People, yeah. like, really? what's going to happen? Like, we're just going to shoot lower or higher scores? Yeah. Uh, like, the basket makes everything more. way more testy. The, it makes yeah. putts more important. Yeah, it makes upshots more important. It makes <laughs> but drives more important. the best players in the world are still going to be the best That's putters true. in the world. There's nothing, there's literally nothing going to change except for the worst putters are going to miss more and the long putters are probably going to score better than you. Yeah. Even more than already, I have a weird. Putters. I have a weird theory that smaller baskets would actually help the worst putters. Yeah, I agree. Because more people yeah. will end up missing. Yeah, they, they won't run it. They'll yep. just lay it up, do, and then they'll probably score. They'll probably score better. But the best putters in the world are still gonna whoop them. They still will. Yeah. But I think I think anything you but do, I think it'll close the gap. I think anything you do, the best players are still gonna be the best players. Yeah. How do we avoid that? No, I'm kidding. Like, how do we avoid? You're not trying to do that. You're trying to bring. Because here's the thing, the field is full of just talented players, right? How do you bring those the talent and bring it in tight? Mm-hmm. And and my theory is, the best players in the world, when you can throw it wherever you want. Like that frees the mind, mm-hmm. okay, to where if you are playing, let's say the, um, 
Let me give. I'll give Ezra for example. When his mind's free and he's playing free golf out there, and there's no worries, like he's gonna shred. He has the distance. He has the putt. He has all the stuff. Right. Thanks. And that's that's what happens with a player like you. That's the way the best players in the world always feel. Mm-hmm. Always. So how do you take them out of that yep. element? Is you have to put in shots that make them actually uncomfortable, which is tough to do. Yeah. And if they have these wide open shots to where they can throw it as far as they want, my theory is nowadays, if you put any of the top 10 in the world inside, let's say 300 feet, they're going to get up and down. I don't care if you put a wall up and shrink the basket. Yeah, more often than not. Absolutely. They're going to get up and down. See, I, th- I think because you want to add a bunch of OB and stroke and distance and things like that, right? To to add the m- mental element more. Shrinking the basket. Like shrinking, the al- shrinking the basket would help with that too, because you have a three hundred foot upshot, and now it's not it's not just a, a no brainer anymore. Now you have to actually try to get that to within yeah. twenty feet, so you have a, a make yes, putt. But at the same time, watching these guys make these long putts is very entertaining, and I think yeah. that's one of the. I think with the slow mos that we have and all that stuff, I think that's one of the things that draws other people in because that is still tough. I don't make long putts. Like, you don't make long putts compared to those guys. It just doesn't happen. And so watching that stuff is highly entertaining. Watching a bunch of people miss shots all the time is not. That is the strongest argument I've heard for or against, you know, smaller baskets is that you don't want to watch missed putts. You don't want to watch. I disagree. No? I think I think we do. You love also, missing putts? I don't like missing them, but <laughs> I think I think there just there would be a, a like a, a time period where it would look like everybody's missing everything, and then at some point it'd be like okay, when they miss a, t- a thirty foot putt, that just happens. It's like in golf, they miss putts all the time. Yeah, you know, they miss five foot putts, which are basically, I mean, you should make that putt. They miss that putt all the time. Yeah, but they love it. People, and that's the thing. It's so hard to putt in golf, so people pay attention all the time. If you have a, if you have a four foot putt in golf, they're like, oh, he could actually miss this and still lose the tournament. Well, in, in disc golf, you have a twenty foot tournament for the uh, t- twenty foot putt for the win. I mean, see, they and, look I'll, away. and I'll argue it's that over. point because I think that people like golf is because it's it takes a long time for the putt to go in, so there's a huge anticipation. That sure, is it going to go in or is it not going to go in? And in golf, in disc golf, I think it's flipped. I think people like watching the flight of the disc mm-hmm. because we're able to see that and capture that, and yeah. then that's the highly entertaining things because what's going to happen? Is it going to do this? Is it going to do that? And then the putting from 30 feet happens like this yeah, in an real. instant, yeah, you know? And so that's why I think that's the entertaining part. Watching the flight gives you the, Oh, what's going to happen. Yeah. That's why our sport's so beautiful, but th- I might catch some flack for this, but guess what? On the women's c- coverage, they miss a lot of putts. Mm-hmm. That's not fun to watch. Sometimes sure. they miss a lot of putts. It makes you nervous and like, Oh, come on. You know, watching Paige make long putts, watching Katrina make long putts. That's highly entertaining. And if they weren't doing that, if they weren't on the on that lead card every single time doing that, watching everybody like miss a lot of putts, it, it ain't that it ain't that fun. And that's the way it was a couple of years ago. Their field's getting insanely good as well. Yeah, you know we have like time. like Missy and Lisa and these um, great putters. Kona's changed her putt. She's making a lot of putts now. Yeah. When that wasn't happening, you know, when we were watching them three putt every single hole, not fun watch, man. Yeah. Now there's something to that. There's some want, I love. You want big baskets. <laughs> Let's get those so, hundred foot putts going. Uh, <laughs> hey man, when I first started, yeah. making putts was tough. Like if you mm. made everything in the circle, you're the man, and that's yeah. how you scored. Nowadays, the range is getting out. Yeah, there, it's forty. You know? Circle two feet, is the easy. new circle one. Yeah, it is. But you know, I made this point. Um, 
last night on the Jomez coverage, watching AB and watching Aaron putt compared to watching Ricky and Eagle putt, just watch that. The yeah. fact that they're so good, you watching those other two putt, you get nervous because you already know. You just expect it because those guys give it to you every single weekend. Mm. Aaron missed a lot of putts on the front nine, a yeah. lot of short little tap-ins. Mm-hmm. But you kind of knew he was going to do it sure. because that's the way disc golf is. You watch him, he's under pressure, all those things, and then you're like, eh, <laughs> you know, even with A.B., highly experienced. Yeah. But it, when he steps up to a 30-footer and Ricky steps up to a 30-footer, you as an audience get a completely different feel. Vibe, yeah. It's true. It's completely different yep. vibe. You know, we get, we expect it, and then when Ricky misses, we're like, oh, weird. huh? That's, he'll make the next one. When AB has a putt, we're like, uh, it's in. Sick. See, I feel like nice I'd rather job. have – I don't. Th- I think I'd rather have that that reaction to where it's like, oh, sick, he made that 30-foot putt. Well, then, oh, boy, that's kind of embarrassing. We he do. missed it, you know. We do have that. We had it last – um, yesterday on, on the lead card. Guess what? If this course wasn't punishing, which this is one of the more punishing courses we have, yeah. we saw two new faces on the lead card for the final round. Mm-hmm. And guess who got second? A.B., yeah. James Conrad, who hasn't had really the best finishes this year. Mm-hmm. It was a thrower's course this week, man. Yeah. 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 I would like to see some more O.B. in there to make it a little bit more punitive. I don't know Definitely. how it would have changed, you know, necessarily the outcome this weekend. Eagle was obviously on one, mm-hmm. um, but I think there there is a lot of OB that we can toss in there. Paige was making kind of a similar point to you yesterday where she said, I was in the same card, and I think that Katrina and her were roughly like 400 feet apart. One went way right, one went way left, and they were both a little bit surprised to be safe, certainly on the same hole that far apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both safe? I think it was hole nine, <laughs> yeah. the long par four, and Paige is over by a fives basket just about in that grove of trees. Wow. Katrina's off left side of the uh, of the greens, kind of between those two little, like, shelters. Yeah. Both safe. More of a f- need more of, an, more of a fairway kind of thing. I'll give sure. you an example. Hole 12. Yep. Hole 12 is a great tee shot, man. Yeah, that's Tough fun. Tough tee shot, yes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can throw it wherever you want. Just about. I mean, there's water on it, the right. You can throw it. N- not really. No. Are, the are pond. It might be 11. 11. 11. Yes, 11. Oh. 11. Yeah, there's no OB. There's nothing. Yep. I went OB. Shot, there's a, that shot. I found, there's the, OB. OB I found right. the OB right. Way yeah, right. On the right. And there's a Mando left. There's a Mando left and an yeah. OB right. Mm-hmm. But there. You shanked it. Yeah. I did. Okay. So here's the thing. That tee shot is you have to have a lot of skill to put it exactly where you want. Mm-hmm. Which is in a specific landing zone. Mm-hmm. Make it OB everywhere else. Yeah. Make that the tough shot, because I threw it all over the place on that, and it was just par city. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that shot, if you're able to throw that, that's a specific shot, highly tough, and when there's nothing, you just rip it however you want. Back like you to go the way point. Left, like it's the Mando is at a spot to where. Even if you just throw the worst shot in your left, you just hyzer around the Mando, you pitch up, mm-hmm. it's the easiest par ever. Yeah, that Mando really only punishes if you throw like 600 feet to yeah. where you could actually miss it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, But you you shrink that up. Now all of a sudden, all players in the field are like, a little this uncomfortable. is like, yeah, am mm-hmm. I going to throw a fairway just to get in the middle and then go power from there? I just want to be safe. It just changes it up to where now you're. it's not birdie or par. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. bogey birdie par. Double bogey birdie par. And yeah. then everything everything like that. My, my theory with making the courses harder is look at the hardest courses on the planet, throwing courses. Vibram, USDGC, this weekend I would say is one of the harder throwing courses for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, where else? Idlewild. Sure. Look at the winners. 
the USDGC is the most punishing course that we play. Right? Yep. It is. Somewhat we haven't had the same winner in years. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because the best players in the world, when they have a bad round, the field catches them. Yeah. yeah. The field. See what I mean? I do. It's not Calvin and all these guys winning that tournament or Ricky. Ricky's never won it. Mm-hmm. Paul. That's true. You know what I mean? Paul's got just, what, two, and I think it took a while. Mm-hmm. It took a you long know, time. compared to, we, like, we, Worlds. Yeah, we have uh, Sexton, Germ, James, Dickerson, yep. Brinster. This yeah. is just in 10-year span. People oh, who have yeah. never won other tournaments. You see what I'm saying? And you think that's good, obviously. Well, no, I'm just saying course design. Mm-hmm. When people get punished off the tee, the, guess what? The baskets are the same size there as everywhere else. Yeah, that's true. But when you get punished off the tee, all of a sudden when Paul McBeth gets punished off the tee and he has one bad round, it's a really bad round because he's getting strokes. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else is staying in bounds, and guess what? Whoever does that over the duration of a tournament, our field is so talented. That's my point. That if they get the chance, if those guys are able to throw it wherever they want, Distance is so important in our game right now that Eagle had 250-foot shots all weekend. That's why he won the tournament. I saw him miss a bunch of putts. (laughs) I did. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, he missed a bunch of putts. Yeah. Yeah. And he just walked away with it because he he was so in control of his drives. He just just had these dinky up shots the whole time. We got to make him uncomfortable. (laughs) Exactly. Got to make him uncomfortable. So, and I'm sure I already know the answer, but it hopefully will lead to something interesting is how do you guys feel about manufactured OB string in lines? You know, USDGC is a perfect example of that. I think it's something that Leonard is really hesitant as a course designer to do and something that we will obviously need to push him a little bit more towards. Mm -hmm. But if you walk up to this course and half of the holes are stringed OB Mm -hmm. along, you know, both sides or one side, how, you know, I, I guess baseline, what's, what's your feeling on manufactured OB? I like it. I think it's good. Yeah. I think I think have stakes though. Like have white stakes. Yep. Like Fox Run does a really good job yeah, with it. Looks, it looks super clean. Yeah. yeah, you can't just have a line on the ground mm-hmm. and expect players to know where it is based on practice yep. rounds. There exactly. has to be a visual from the tee. Yep. Right. Yeah. I yeah, think I, I think it's great. Yeah. I think a lot of course designers they uh pretty prideful <laughs> in the way that they course design. Sure. And they don't like that because they're like, nah, I'm good enough that oh, I can make I can make sure that I, I make them think and, and do all this. He did Leonard did a great job this weekend of doing that. Yeah. But guess what? The court the course still got broke. Yeah. Course Dude, we, still got broke. He was we like kept telling him ten eighty five is way more than I was planning for. Thirteen <laughs> hundred. Yeah. Yeah. You that, have to plan for a ten eighty there's gonna yeah. be a ten eighty five every weekend. Yeah. For sure. Every weekend. These players are too good. Yeah. And we're telling them that. We're telling them every time we ran through the course, like yeah. 99.9% is, is him. But, you know, there's a lot of different people that had a lot of insight. Every time we're rolling through the course, we go, make it harder. Mm-hmm. Make it harder. He goes, this is a par five. We say, this is absolutely not a par five. Yeah. Make I, it harder. I got it there in two. I'm like, these guys throw 100 feet further. It's not a par five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he gets impressed by our distance and is like, we're nothing. Yeah. We, we've got absolutely no distance compared to yeah. what you're about to see. And you're smart enough to know that, Leonard. Like, it needs to be harder. Yeah. He could have backed up on the long par five, 12 yep. or yeah. the 1200 footer. Yeah, nine. Nine? nine? nine. Yeah. Like, that was sick. That, that's a best one of the best holes in the is. course. But guess what? 400, 400, 400. That's like the longest par five we've played all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he could back it up. It's still an that easy birdie. Well, he played as one of the easier from over par to under par. Mm-hmm. That hole was just get a par. Yep. 200 feet shorter. 
and he ended up moving it back to where it is now. Yeah, we did push oh, that 200 yeah, back on at him. at least 200. He had that pin. The the, the T was the same. Tree across he had the, the water. pin much closer. It was like, this is a par five. We said, it'll get eagled. Like, get yeah. get that out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. People will be able to cross that pond in two. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Ricky, like, Ricky it's was getting right. over and rolling shots um, into circle two. Yeah. <laughs> where it is now. Mm-hmm. Which the is closest I saw was long. James Conrad. He put it to like 120, I thought, but that was the I didn't watch. Ricky. See, that's I yeah. think that's all you need. Like you don't. I mean, you don't, I don't think I don't know if it needs to be any longer because I think Eagle looks on Paul no, Fines no, all sick, I, but like yeah, a long, yeah. long Eagles all. I like Eagles, Insane. but they're definitely ha- got needs to be like yeah, it needs yeah. to be like an actual Eagle. See, yeah. but then even that whole you make that tree line on the right hand side, yep. it makes it a little bit tougher. I saw yep. all kinds yes. of people being like, yeah. oh no problem, I'll just throw in the tree line, pitch your sidearm up, do another little mm-hmm. up, and I get mm-hmm. a par. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, yeah. you shouldn't have a free mind like that to where, like, ooh, if I really mess up, I'll turn this over into those trees, and it's not yeah. out of bounds. The risk-reward ratio <laughs> is skewed, I think, is what You need to make these players think. Mm-hmm. That's it. At this yeah. point, everybody is so good. You got your shots, shots dialed. Now it's who has everything dialed and who has the best that day. Yeah. You know, who's mm-hmm. crispy on those shots that day. I said it, I think, last night at one point. I go, these guys are professional problem solvers, <laughs> and this is just the medium. You know, your medium is throwing discs, but you're, I think the, the way that all of your brains work is you get to a course and you figure out how to solve this problem. Each Mm -hmm. hole is a problem that, that needs solving. And some of them are just easy to solve. You know what I mean? And the, the goal I think there is to make a challenging puzzle. Mm -hmm. The, the island as well was like, are you kidding me? That was like not an island. Yeah. Like you just throw 15. whatever you want. Yep. We told them that too. It's like, how is what this an heck? island? Then they set up the walls, the infinite walls. And it's like, <laughs> it looks it's like even it. better now that it should be an island. It plays yeah. visually as one. Yeah. How is it not? It would have been perfect for you guys. It was the one hole where the FPO pad was longer. Would have mm-hmm. played perfect for them. It makes that upshot a little bit more punitive. I don't know how many people went over. I only saw two or three. I personally. saw all kinds of people okay. just ripping past it. Rip like past I the wall. All kinds of people going to the right side of the wall, past yeah, the wall. I like, didn't see a lot of that. And it's bad me? because that's Jeez. whole eight's fairway. The further you go, it, it only takes about fifteen feet before mm-hmm. you're square in you eight's make fairway. That out of bounds, and it just gets tough. Nothing changes. Nope. No, nothing. The shot doesn't change nope. that you're going. You have your dialed shot at that distance. Like but that's going to stay the same. But then all of a sudden it. you're going. Oh boy! Do you get a I skip? get punished if yeah. I mess this up. Because now I'm thinking I don't want to go short because of the pond, but I also don't want to go long because of the OB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just it's, yeah makes you think about it. Really? And we'll then guess what? Everybody goes deep. You don't want to leave it short, so everybody throws something low that skips deep, and now you got a putt going right back at the water. Yeah. Which is, I saw a lot of people missing and going. I think that's how most people bogeyed. Yeah. Is sure. it by throwing it On short the in the water? Nope. Mm-hmm. They went deep, went for the putt, went in the drink. Yeah. I would lay that up all day, but that's why I'm not would. on tour. If, if, if it was playing as you get just get on the island and you're gaining strokes on most of the field because yep. people are missing and going deep, you just get a three. Now you're gaining strokes on the field. Everybody's just ripping past. You're not gaining strokes on anybody unless no. you get two. Yeah. I love it. We'll get there. I know that we'll be doing a lot to tweak. I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious what this course will look like coming into next year. Because you've got a lot of intelligent people, these two not included, yeah. and I'm pointing at Jer and I, as opposed <laughs> to everybody listening, thinking I'm pointing at these two yahoos. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fun to see what we can tweak on that. There's a lot of land out there that we didn't use, too, that, oh, that we can so. get access to. There's, so, there's two, at least two amazing holes on the backside that could be used. Yeah. Nice. And, and it's not like we're like... you. 
if we're even having a conversation about it, like it's an amazing course. Mm -hmm. like if we even have the time to be like, this is how you make it even better. Yeah. This, yeah. This, don't get me wrong. This is my favorite place that I played all year. Awesome. Nice. It is my favorite tournament golf course. I'm not going to come and, 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 Make a weekend trip to come out here you to know? come yeah, to Stockton. Like yeah, yeah. Stockton you're not like invited anyway. Yeah, 1100 yeah, 1, foot. You know that's like a long track to do. But as yep. far as a tournament course, I'd play a tournament here all the time. This place is freaking amazing. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, we were worried about it, but you know the reception was was amazing. Yep. And I think I don't know. This is just my style. But the more you worry about different things, the more you can solve before yeah. those problems mm -hmm. happen. So. Is the plan to have it back again next season? Yeah, honestly, even before the reception was so good this last weekend, it was going to be hard to see it moving okay. just with the infrastructure. Obviously, it was at Glen Eagles. Uh, they skipped last year, but the two years prior was at Glen Eagles. Mm. Um, we were sad to see Glen Eagles go because that, that track is incredible. Um, but I know logistically it makes it easier on you guys not to route through the city. So that's nice. But even before the reception this weekend, I think it was going to be tough to move it. Sean Jack and the, the the Sean crew was like, it's hard to move a tournament. We don't want to move it again next year. Yeah. And there's no other spot around that was going to be able to handle it. The infrastructure here, the the Visitors Bureau loves it. They yeah. were super involved. Um, you know, it was going to be, I don't see any reason why it would, would move unless something amazing gets put in where you go, oh, we have to have it here. But, you know, until we get 100 acres and create, yeah, you know, you know a, couple, <laughs> a couple courses, yeah. then, I, you know, I don't see it moving. So so we're excited to, you know, get to work and and see what we can do to make it better and hopefully uh, really make y'all think next year. Yeah. Nice. It was way too easy. <laughs> it was way too easy. We want, we want, you know, we'd love to see some almost U.S. Open style where... Where even, you know, you're very happy with yeah. an even. That's going to be damn tough to do without pars being off, getting gimmicky. You know what I mean? Mm. We, the, we don't want to, you yeah, know, we got to avoid I think, that. I think that was, the, this place was there. If it was windy, like yeah. you guys expected. I think that then yeah. under par, you get to under par right around three to four under. Like that's a good score, you know. It's just we came in when when the conditions are completely calm. Yeah. I don't care how tight the OBs are going to be. We're going to figure out how to get under par. Yeah. Like that's just. It's just as long as it's not happen. super janky with with yeah. ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. If sure. it's a four, it's like you can't really do anything. Yeah, like that. no. Yeah. But like on a traditional golf course where yeah. you can like air it out and shape your shots, because you got to think it in that distance. We all have shots that we're like, oh, I have this shot, mm -hmm. nothing in the way that I can land wherever I want. True. On a you know soft. That's awesome. Right on. You guys have been generous with your time. Thank you all for rolling through. Uh, Masters Cup next for both of you, I think. So yeah, thank um, you guys. You guys yep. killed it this week. Yeah, thank you. Serious, it was a lot thank of fun. Thank you guys so much, man. Tons of fun. Yeah, Thanks we had a blast. Us. And shout out to just the entire crew that was out there. OTB, the Shans, Leonard. Like you know, we've we've taken a lot of credit for it, but <laughs> they deserve all of it. I I keep trying to pass it off on them. We did nothing to make this <laughs> weekend awesome besides throwing parties here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right on, y'all. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for having us.